Okay. How Hello. are we doing? We're Hi. here. We're here. We're here. I feel like we always say that like every week. We're it's just the like same we're here thing every week. We um, just we just keep having these weeks. Like <laughs> Welcome back to Hot Takes on Tunes with your host Robin and again very lovely co-host Luke. Thanks. Thanks. Who's that? Is he new? <laughs> He's on Erasmus. He's on Erasmus, yeah. <laughs> How are you doing, Luke? Um I have certainly had a week. It's yeah. been a lot of college work. Um but I feel like we're over the hump now. You know, that like metaphorical hump. You come back after reading week and it feels like everyone just throws a mountain of work at you. Yeah. Um, but thank God that's done. Mm. We have a very fun episode in store. We uh, do. We're doing something a little bit different. Yeah. Um, kind so. of taking taking Rory's gig, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be a regular <laughs> thing. But so basically this week I have selected an album that has come out this morning robin's holding me hostage to I talk am. about this album <laughs> and luke will pick an album and uh we will do like a opinions like slash like analysis kind of um, yeah similarly on both of yeah. our albums just of choice and we're gonna take some like opinions and stuff from people who have sent them into us we have we have a couple of people have who have very graciously sent us in yeah opinions um if you want to do that while we're on air you can text us at hot.takesontunes on instagram um, make sure it's to give us a, a give us a little follow. Make sure to leave a dislike and unsubscribe <laughs> to the channel. <laughs> um, so yeah, title of this week I have is reviewing Red Taylor's version, remembering it all too well. That um, that's a great title. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I was delirious at five a.m. at five a.m. to think about that. Yeah. So actually, side note: Could you imagine leaving a dislike on an Instagram? That's so page? mean. <laughs> that's I'd love it. So mean. <laughs> Bully all of your friends, like. Um, so yeah, just, um, a bit of context for this, um, and a bit of a warning, if you are not a Taylor Swift fanatic, fanatic, um, this might not appeal to you, or it might open your eyes and be like, you know what, actually there is some new stuff on here that I haven't heard before that I think is worth listening to, which is the aim of this. Um, so yeah, basically, um, Red Taylor's version, uh, is a re-release of the album that came out in 2012. It was, the new version was released today so like at midnight in the u.s and 5 a.m here uh i woke up 5 a.m on the dot to listen to it i was too excited i was almost very late today very disorganized because i fell back asleep but it's all worth it wow we're on professionalism i know my god I, know. I was just too excited you know um keep this up and you'll be out of the show i've just so many emotions it'll be right my now. show now <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah um do you have any initial thoughts on the album without... <laughs> Sorry, I moved the microphone and it squeaked. Um, oh, it did. It I did. That. Very squeaky. Um, yeah, we'll start with you. Do you have any like initial thoughts about the album, like going into it? Um, it's very long. It two is. hours and ten minutes. Yeah. It, like, I started, I, li- I started listening to it this morning at like, not as early as you, but about like half eleven-ish. No, more closer to eleven. Um... I be- I basically made it through the entire thing by like the last two songs. So the I didn't get to listen to I think it was the I listened to the one with Ed Sheeran. Yeah, I didn't get to listen to very the very first night and all too well the ten minutes version. Mm-hmm. But I did listen to the million and one other songs that are on the album. There's a lot. There yeah, it I think it's something like thirty six songs. I I stand to be corrected now. I don't know for sure. Um, um but it, I think it's like thirty exactly. something. It's um 30, 30 on the dot. Okay, well, I was dot. close. Yeah. I can't do maths. Um, There's a lot. Yeah. I did like it. I like parts of it. Some of it definitely was not 
my cup of tea, mm. bowl of soup, cup of bowl of what. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, I thought it was like, it was, it was you see, I'm not a Taylor I wouldn't say I'm not a Taylor fan. I'm not as big of a Taylor fan as you and some of the people listening to the show. Mm. Um, Watch what you say. I'm really happy. <laughs> I'm just digging myself a grave here. <laughs> um, I, you know, I thought it was good. I, def- I definitely like some songs. Um, I have to say I liked a lot of the stuff from The Vault. Mm. A lot more than some of the, like the re-releases and like the covers. Well, not the covers. The like, remasters of a lot of her songs um, yeah. that had been released on the original. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I, overall I thought it was good. It definitely was like a bit like, oh God, when it was like that many songs. Yeah. I feel like she could have maybe done like the original, te- like the original Red re-release and then like do a Red Part 2 from The Vault. Red Part 2 Electric Boogaloo. Red Part 2 Electric Boogaloo, quite literally. And maybe yeah. release some as like sister albums, like what she did with Evermore and Folklore. Mm-hmm. And like have them release at the same time, but kind of like break it up a little bit. That's just that. that's just my like unprofessional, unsolicited mm. opinion, you know. Mm. Um, Taylor Swift fans are a bit crazy though, you know. They will eat a two-hour playlist up like that. Yeah, you know? like thirty songs. Yeah, dude, I'm waking up at five a.m. for that. I mean, you did. Yeah, I'll, I'll listen to that before I even have breakfast or shower. Absolutely. Grim, yeah. grim times. <laughs> so did you wake up at five a.m. stream that until like ten past seven? And then I was just going to stay up because I was getting up early anyway. And then I fell back asleep and then I uh, almost woke up late to leave. Um, wow. I was exhausted. But So what did you do for the two hours? Were you just like... I, just, I literally sat in the dark and like had my headphones on <laughs> and like was like half asleep and but also crying. It was like a really weird, oh. weird time. Like I was up so early so it was dark. I could see like through my curtains and like then the sunlight started to come in and i'm like oh my oh, god. god what am i doing yeah <laughs> um but it's all part of the fun of it you know um i, I wouldn't say that that was fun <laughs> getting up at 5 a.m in a weird way it kind of was it's kind of like waking up on christmas morning for me this is the probably the most accurate way i could describe it because i don't have much coming out right now that i'm like over the moon excited about that i would yeah. wake up at 5 a.m for but this this I was weirdly happy to do. <laughs> and it sounds so pathetic, but I don't care. I'm going to be happy. I mean, hey, you said it, not me. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. You're just embarrassed for me, and that's fine. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. So, I what have, are your opinions, Robin? I have some predictions before predictions? listening. Predictions? Yeah. You I haven't have... even gotten into the album yet. Yeah. I uh, Just like a quick uh, point or two I want to make. Um just before like we listened to some of the actual songs uh before listening i said that there was probably going to be like a much more mature take on the album that her fans fell in love with back in 2012 so she was like 22 when this album came out mm. um she's 31 now a decade yeah. has gone by i was well, nine years but you know whatever <laughs> don't get pedantic with me <laughs> how dare you um the 50s so, yeah. come for you yeah i uh was interested really interested you were in <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I was really interested in hearing the uh, the ten minute version of All Too Well because like All Too Well is like such um, a famous song. Like not just like obviously in general, mm-hmm. but like specifically with people who really enjoy Taylor Swift. Like you hear All Too Well and you're like, oh my god, are you doing okay? Can I be honest with you? When I was playing the album, All Too Well came on obviously because I was playing it in order and I didn't realize it was playing. <gasps> you should be ashamed of yourself. Oh. Okay, well, I'll just go then. <laughs> you, good luck doing the show without me. 
I've got plenty of material. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I was interested in hearing that because obviously like so much time has passed since she wrote the song. Mm-hmm. We all know who the song is about. It's a pretty powerful breakup song, you know, puts you in your feels. And I wanted to see if there was like a noticeable maturity in how she sang certain things, if like her inflection changes or there's like mm-hmm. an instrumental change, you know, or does she choose to keep it the exact same way? And the longer version, is it just hearing the all too well like original and then just like it's just all too well played twice yeah literally like is it just like an extra bit added onto it but there's like such a nice fluidity of between um remembering the song as it was Mm -hmm. and where she is now and bridging the gap between the two Mm -hmm. is basically what i got from the sound of it um we can get more into that after uh we actually listen to it i will say on a little side note i i do kind of like the re-release versions a lot more obviously you know, because supporting Taylor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, even in like the, what was the one? Oh my God. Um, I'm trying to think of the title, the name of it. It got really big on TikTok. The one like, you were Romeo, now I Romeo and Pebbles. Oh, Love Story. Love Story, that's it. I can't even remember it. Um, I will say that like that one, like the re-release, you could definitely hear that like she was like far more mature in terms of like her vocals and yeah. stuff like that, which I, I definitely thought was like a quite a nice kind of change. Mm-hmm. And you kind of got that a little bit here because I did like, I was listening to it and obviously, you know, like some of like the, like the big songs, like 22, yeah. um, Red, what was the other one? We Are Never Getting Back Together, Stay, Stay, Stay. Like all, like all those ones, you're like, you know, we would have heard them when they came out first because they were like the big songs from, from the album. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to it and I was like, Oh wait, she actually sounds like really mature, and she like I was like I like these a lot more than than the first one. But I mean, like you know, for how old is she? Nineteen when she released? No, not nineteen. Twenty two. Fearless or the red? Red was well, she was twenty two. Twenty two. Um, yeah, but I mean that's quite quite a quite a big gap between it is between the releases, you know. So obviously her her voice would change, but um, yeah, I I don't know. I I like some of it, yeah. some of it not so much. You know. we'll, we'll get into that. I feel like there's a lot we'll agree on and a lot we'll disagree on. We do. So we, we talked I'm about so it. So excited. We talked about it before uh, so coming excited. on the show, and you were shocked, flabbergasted, appalled, I and was. the cheek, the nerve, the gall, the audacity, and the Absolutely. gumption of me to, to to like certain songs that you disagree with. Um. So yeah. Um. Let's just listen to two. Uh, I'm gonna play. Um. Oh God, we're getting. Listen to music very early this week, I see. Yeah, yeah, we've got like a structure this week. So I'm going to play um, a song that was like from the original album and then I'm going to play something that was added um, in this re-release. So I hope you guys enjoy.
Indeed. Woohoo! Woohoo! Okay, so what you just heard was all too well Taylor's version and Message in a Bottle, also Taylor's version. Thoughts it was? and opinions. It, yeah, shockingly. Oh my god. Um, thoughts and opinions, please and thank you. Okay, I actually really do enjoy what was it? Thoughts and uh, Message in a Bottle. Um, I thought that actually, yeah, I thought it was nice. Yeah, you vibing. I, I, I could, I could hypothetically, you know. 
mums at a wedding dance. I could oh, hypothetically yeah. do that yeah. to it, you know, Absolutely. have a little bop. Um, um, honestly, not doing it for me. Really? It, yeah, controversial maybe, but I love it as a pop song. I don't like it as a red song. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, if she included this in like maybe 1989, I'd be like, mm. hell yeah. I get it. I get it. I like this. But you see, 22 though. I know. Yeah, 22 is great, but like. And like, what's, what, what was the other one? Hold on. Um, We're never getting back together. Like. There's something about we are never getting back together. I made a point on this. So I should consult oh my notes. Get, get your notes. Um, there is something about we are never getting back together that like obviously like as a taylor song and just in general speaking like everyone knows this so it works great on like Uh a pop level but it still has like country elements which you can say about like all of the songs that she has on this Mm. they're like it's a part of like that period where she she was transitioning from being a country artist to a pop artist yeah and it's such a sweet little bridge in between yeah that captures like all these emotional moments and like these very sweet moments of being young and like joyful and then there's like the whole heartbreak side of it uh-huh. but um there's still like a, a country aspect and we're never getting back together yeah. it gives it a nice twang that i think works really well and like obviously it deserves its place on red whereas like message in a bottle straight up a pop song mm-hmm. um, yeah and i do like it i just think it sticks it like a sore thumb on this album see and that's i, d- fine, I disagree because 22 and we're never getting back together are both like quintessential pop songs that you would hear on the radio that could yeah. also work on 1989 so hearing like message in a bottle like i'm not like this is weird i don't like this like this this sounds like me making fun of you no it's not that's <laughs> you'd be like fine. wow you're wrong <laughs> um no no like i fully, like i can absolutely understand where you're coming from as well that's just like my humble onion you know your um, humble onion yeah like i would absolutely never take it off the album you know it's it's there but um, I could see you it. You said banish the song. Yeah, I, I take it off. I'm just like removing <laughs> it from Spotify. Um, you take it off Spotify yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah, there. I, I just think that there's other albums it would suit more. Mm. I was, I'm still going to listen to it. I'm oh, still yeah. going to throw it back to this. And that's fine. That's fine. Um, <laughs> quite a juxtaposition, though, between All Too Well and this. I, I love that I probably threw people off listening. It's like two o'clock on a Friday and I'm like, yeah, here's all too well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have a cry. And then like while you're crying, you can like throw it back, throw it back to message in a bottle. So also apologies to um, one listener I know in particular who told me that um, three seconds into all too well, he was on the floor. As he should be. Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> the only mm. acceptable response. <laughs> I think I was maybe making a coffee while I was listening to it. So, mm. you know, or I was on the bus, which, you know, I'm sure as we all know by this stage. I'm not the biggest fan of Dublin Bus, so that's a that's a whole other episode. That's a, that's that's an episode for another day. Mm. We should have like a playlist of songs you should like only specifically listen to when you're on Dublin Bus. It's just Metallica, it's <laughs> like, like death metal. Like... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just like to warm us into this very long list of topics I have. Is there any particular song that you like really genuinely enjoyed, like a, a favorite favorite? Of this, it, of this album. This album. Or is there like a couple that you were kind of like, mm, I like them. Okay, I'll go through. I liked every time a song came up that I liked, I liked it on Spotify. Okay. Just so I have them here because I did want to like start writing them down because there's what, like 30 songs in this album. I was going to, I'm bound to forget some. Mm-hmm. So I liked five of them. I like Red, Taylor's version. The moment I know, the moment I knew, I can't speak this week. <laughs> like the moment I knew, Taylor's version. Babe, Message in a Bottle, 
and Forever Winter. Okay. So kind of a, a good a good mix. I know there was the Phoebe Bridgers song in there as well, which I, I thought you were gonna remember. love that. And don't get me wrong. That's one of my favorites. No, of the I ones. I adore Phoebe Bridgers, and I do think that she really added she ate a lot. It. She she ate it up left and left no, no crumbs. crumbs. No crumbs. She really added a lot to the song, but I just I don't know. It just didn't really do it for me. I just thought I that's like, so sad. Like, Phoebe's had a lot better collabs than oh, this one. Oh, she has. Yeah, I've been anticipating a a Taylor and Phoebe collab for like eons. That's fair. So I mean, like even like the she had one come out with Muna a few weeks ago called Silk Chiffon, and that one for me is just like through the roof. Like they put something in that song to make it addictive. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought like the the collabs were because I know there's there's a handful of collabs on the album. I just think they were like maybe I don't know. It was like it was kind of a little bit weird because it was like I could have done with like maybe one or two more. Yeah. Just yeah. to kind of like maybe break it up a little bit. Mm. Just personally. I know like some people would like disagree and be like, no, Taylor only, get out of here. But I like, I would have like maybe just like one or two like more collabs. Just so it was kind of like, mm. it breaks up a little bit. Because you're not hearing like just this one artist's voice for two hours straight on an album. Mm. It's like, it's a little bit much. Like I especially love the collabs on this album because, okay, I don't listen to Ed Sheeran like ever. But something about wow like, fake fan uh, no i'm just saying it right <laughs> no, now I, I, I don't really either i don't listen to him, but there's something about when him and taylor work together that they write really good music and they sing really well together yeah oh oh my god we just <gasps> oh no we've, no i mean we've stumbled onto something it's not bad i'm just not a massive fan of either of them so okay, like well that's fine that's like fine. don't get me wrong i enjoy taylor's music just for anyone at home that might be like oh my god get him off the show i enjoy taylor's music mm-hmm. ed sheeran is fine i'm just not like you know a fanatic for either of them so hearing them like making a collab i'm not like oh my god this is going to be revolutionary for me mm-hmm. personally because this isn't like my cup of tea i'm just like yeah okay like another um bit indifferent to it i would say Sorry, you were saying. I, I cut yeah, you just off. like uh, uh, out of the collapse on this album, another one that surprises me how much I enjoy. Like, I love um, The Last Time. Such a great song. Um, I remember, like, first, like, when I was, like, I, I bought the CD when it came out and I was looking at the background on all, like, who all the people who were featured on it. And Gary Lightbody from Snow Patrol is oh, yeah. the collab uh, she sings with uh, for The Last Time. And I was like, Snow Patrol? Gary Lightbody? what's happening here and then you listen to it and you're like no this works i like this yeah that this is this is good thumbs up from me <laughs> you, robin, it's got seal your seal of of, robin seal of approval it does it does uh so yeah collabs are a very strong point on red both versions the original and taylor's i think mm. um some could be better some could be worse mm. some i really personally enjoy um, what songs do you like on the album robin go through your, your oh faves. my Oh my Come on, oh my. don't be shy. Um, my favorite song on this album, and probably one of my top ten favorite songs ever, is "Begin Again." Okay. I am obsessed with that song, and I have been for the best part of a decade. Okay. I, I won't say a decade because you're gonna get pedantic again. <laughs> well, nine years, but whatever. Um, <laughs> um, you know. Yeah, it's uh, a really. I keep using the word sweet because she just is. She's a ball of sunshine. But this song is um, such a really nice part of like the aftermath of a breakup where mm-hmm. you're just about over that person. There's still some hurt, but you're just about over them and mm-hmm. you're meeting someone new and you're getting to experience this all over again after feeling like this is it. Okay. I'm done. I don't want a relationship anymore. Love is uh-huh. dead. And now you meet someone who changes your mind and you're like, oh, 
my god, this You're is like, so lovely. Never mind. Everything's I take in back. colors again. Yeah. It's it's all <laughs> in so colors. Cheesy. I don't care. I don't care. My don't world care. was black and white before I met you. Uh, like it's giving so me fourteen year old poetry. Absolutely. Oh god. Um <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. Can I continue now? What? Or are you are you still gonna are you done? Oh the cheek, the nerve, the gall, the audacity, and the gum shit. I will throw this pet at you that I oh found in the God. studio. Okay. It'll be my show from now on. Um Wow, okay. That just Anyway. A lot of hostility in here. Come on with it. Like get it out. <laughs> um you've thrown me off again. Anytime today would be nice. Um, yeah, see I see this unprofessional. I have to, unprofessionalism. <laughs> I have to put up with listeners. <laughs> um, my God, would you be well? I remember you mentioning that you really enjoyed "Stay, Stay, Stay." I did. <laughs> <laughs> Work with me. <laughs> no, uh, I did. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was quite good. Yeah, it wasn't like, like yeah, it would probably be about number six for me. Like on the, I have like my top five, and then like six. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, my top five are in no particular order. They're just kind of like what I think is like mm. good off the album, and then stay, stay, stay. Mm-hmm. It was like directly underneath it. Okay, okay. Um, you never told us what your favorite songs are, Bestie. We begin we, again. Uh, begin again. What? What about anything else? All like, too well. Uh, the moment I knew. Okay. Um, state of grace. Uh, specifically the acoustic version. Okay. Um, I'm probably holy ground. Yeah, Holy Ground is quite good. Yeah. I, I thought it's like a very ni- well well written song. It is. It is. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, yeah, stay, stay, stay. I had a point to make, okay. and it might be silly, and I might look like an idiot, but I'm gonna risk it anyway. I mean, um, what's new? <laughs> you are so mean today. You are so mean. <coughs> um, yeah. So, like in the original. Uh, oh my god, that was my phone going off. Wow. Um, We're not even silenced in the studio, huh? No, because I thought I might need to play like a snippet of something. And I've realized I've lost my timestamp, so I'll just explain. Um, yeah, the original Stay, 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 like we all know, is like this very like bubbly, upbeat song, uh-huh. um, which continues obviously into now Taylor's version. Uh-huh. Um, but a really interesting um, addition, I thought, to this version that made it different was... I heard the use of a xylophone. Yes. Now it's really faint. Yeah. And I only noticed it because I had like one earphone in. Yeah. So it was isolated. Yeah. And it was just like, boom, boom, boom <laughs> in the back. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I caught that. I don't think I would have heard it otherwise. Yeah. It is such a really nice um, aspect to add into it. Because yeah. you're, like with Taylor Swift, you think like, okay, like guitar, songwriter style, you know. Yeah, like guitar, uh, solo Piano voice. ballad, yeah. you know. And then you hear this xylophone and stay, stay, stay. And you're like, boom. Boom, boom. Yeah, I did notice that she used a lot of like kind of not like weird instruments, but like instruments like you wouldn't like really think of like pairing with Taylor Swift. Like I think it was on yeah Forever Winter. She's like a saxophone. Oh, I think it was like gosh. I think it was made more than one. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't really hear it that well. I know like, that that as well. There's like a, a actually a a couple instances of like brass instruments in yeah. this, which 
amazing. I always amazing. love on like on songs that like you don't expect, like just yeah. have like a full like brass ensemble or like a saxophone, whatever. And you're like, oh, that's what's nice gorgeous. about this because like it's not listening to the same album again. It really yeah. is a new version and it brings something new to the table. This mm. is like a new piece of art from her. It's not just like recycling old stuff. This is a clear um, understanding between mm -hmm. where she was in 2012, where she is now and her growth, not only as a singer, because you can hear like a huge change in yeah. her voice, but also as a songwriter. Um, Maybe even as a person. <gasps> well, I don't know personally. You don't? I wish. We're um, besties. So we're going to hope. We're going to hope. <laughs> no, Taylor Swift, don't get cancelled. <laughs> Just don't get cancelled. Um, yeah. So, very interesting use of a range of instruments in this album, which mm -hmm. thank you for also agreeing with me. What can I say? <laughs> I'm like shaking. Luke's going to argue with me at any second. <laughs> We've got like a huge Taylor Swift stand and someone who's just very apathetic to it. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just like eh, it's whatever. So on edge. Um, I'm just like, hey, look, Mr. Magoo over here. Like, <laughs> um, sorry, Mrs. Magoo over here. Like, Mrs. Magoo. <laughs> Mrs. Magoo. <laughs> Yeah, forget about it. Oh my god! This is quickly transformed into a, <laughs> into chaos as per usual. Um, yeah. To expand on like the vocals point, actually, um, some of the songs are like obviously very closely, um, they're very close to like the original. So, um, an example would probably be, oh my god, my phone. Uh, an example would probably be like uh, "Red State of Grace." Mm -hmm. um, they sound very, very similar to the yeah. original version. But what I think is important about them sounding so original to the version, uh, sounding so close to the original, is that you can really concentrate on her vocals throughout. So if you listen to them side by side uh, in 2012, like obviously 10 years, your voice will probably change a lot. Yeah. She sounds so much like younger, almost like she's still like finding her place within the music industry. Like she was massive by this stage, but she's still trying to like... Mm -hmm experiment with who she wants to be does she transition into pop from country is, does, is she keeping the sweet girl image where is she going with this mm -hmm. and now a woman who is fully grown into who she is and where she yeah. is as an artist and mm -hmm. what she presents herself as mm -hmm. her voice completely conveys that you mm -hmm. know there is um oh my screen went dark for a second like uh and wow. we are never ever getting back together yeah a song uh all that also sounds very similar to the original yeah. she really has fun with like the the dialogue bits in it <laughs> she really has fun <laughs> with the dialogue bits in it so uh i don't know if you noticed but in the wee uh, <laughs> it's, yeah it's, it's like up quite a bit higher and it just yeah. sounds like wee instead of like the she was it sounded almost a bit more serious yeah, I feel like in the first one, it almost like it was like treading on the line of almost being out of tune, like just oh, that specific, like just that specific top note. Yeah. In like in the in the wee line, it mm -hmm. like per like personally, I just got I was like, I think she was like at the top of her range or like close to being at the top of her range at the time, and she couldn't like really get a a good like footing on that note. Whereas like now, mm -hmm. obviously, she's matured so much that like. She knows her like voice a lot better, and like she can really like go for it, and like yeah. she knows how it's gonna sound. You can like, tell how time. comfortable she is with it. That yeah, I think that that's a better way to put it. Like she's a lot more comfortable with like this, not only the song but like herself and like her instrument yeah. being voice. You know, she's yeah, absolutely. So I thought like the first time I listened to that and I heard the the high pitched wheeze, Whee! I thought it was so funny. I like I actually giggled, and I'm like, oh my god, that like 
high pitched all the like way up here. Half five in the morning, <laughs> delirious. Like so you were like, <laughs> yeah. And then um, what? I yeah, I said it was smooth and high pitched. Like she's clearly just having fun with it. <laughs> and um, yeah, like that little uh, dialogue section that like mm-hmm. the the one that we all know where she's like, uh, oh my god, um. I'm blanking on it, but like the phone conversation that she's having, mm-hmm. like in the music video, mm-hmm. um, this one, she's so much more chill in it. Whereas like in the original one, it kind of sounds like she's reading something. Yeah. Whereas like this one, she's like, I've, I know this, like the back of my hand, yeah, we're yeah. all just going to yeah. have fun with this. Have fun listening to this at five o'clock in the morning. I know you're going to enjoy it anyway. Yeah. And we're all lax about it. Yeah. Which is really nice to hear. Um, it makes you feel comfortable as a listener, mm-hmm. knowing that the artist has faith in how they sound and yeah. where they're at. And what yeah. to expect from them mm-hmm. while also taking risks with like instru- instrumentation and stuff straying from what she's uh known for oh my god yeah crazy crazy concept crazy concept experimentation within the music industry who'd have thought who'd have thunk not me not me <laughs> <laughs> why are we we share about three brain cells between us and you're currently occupying most of them i'm just like uh who was i like it? it it sound good who was it that said to us before that we are the same person but like in bold and italics alice so, alice yeah, morgan yeah yeah she <laughs> was like yeah you're the same font but bold and italics because we would joke that we're that we came in dressed sort of similar but like not really uh one day and we we're like oh we're this we're the same person but different fonts and she was like no you're the same person same fonts but one's bold and one's italic and we we're yeah. like <laughs> damn it <It's> so <laughs> we were spot like, on do we want to start taking some opinions? Yeah, we've got from... about 15 minutes left. So how about we take some opinions from people and we okay. can go off. Um, We have one here from Jody, Lovely Jody. Thank you, Jody. Thank you, Jody. Um, she, she sent me so many texts, which is wonderful because I have so much to say. Um... She said the song sounds smoother, if that makes more sense. Her voice is just so much mature. Everything, just, everything is just more mature. Mm. Um, and we do, Jodie is a woman in STEM as well. So a you do have a STEMist perspective here today. Um, she said, I think, she thinks it feels like a different album. Like a mother rewriting her daughter's work. Yes. Um, Girl at Home is transformed from a poppy bop to a meaningful bop. Mm-hmm. And she said some of her her top songs will be Stay 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 for her is like the number one song mm-hmm. um, Treacherous Feels Emotional and State of Mind intro is a grand master State of Mind State of Grace my, I can't speak State of Grace intro is a masterpiece oh absolutely there we go um, I got one from Ryan earlier dear friend of the show Ryan Just first Hello, of all Ryan. thank you Jody. you have immaculate taste <laughs> thank you, and I Jody. agree with we all really of your do appreciate opinions it. thank you um, we got one from Ryan earlier when I asked him what we think, what we thought about it. Um, he said, "All caps. I loved it. Incredible. Amazing. For the first hour, there was on, there was no thoughts, only tears. Um, three seconds into All Too Well, I was on the floor. I wish I was exaggerating, which very fair, bestie. Very I, fair. I could I could see that. And then I sent to him. What did I say afterwards? Um, where is it? Hold on. I I said I got to." Got to the last time, and I said I could cry to the last time, which yeah. I, I I could, yeah, it's one of those, thoughts, yeah. It's happened, we've all been there. Very true. Mm-hmm. And then I'll show you our dear friend Olivia. Um, and thank you again, Ryan, for your input. That was also great. Yes, Ryan, thank you very much. Our dear friend Olivia sent me a whole a dissertation essay. With Honestly, that's what my notes for this look like. It's mahoosive. Um, let, let me see if I can try and pick out some, some things. Um, 
from this this lovely, incredibly long text. Um, she said, in the new version, she hits the notes beautifully, but loses the rawness of young Taylor singing when she was actually going through all of it, which I think yes. is a fair point mm. because she's revisiting it almost 10 years later. Nine years, if you want to be pedantic. Oh, my God. Um, but like, yeah, I, I do. I do kind of understand that where it's like, unless you have something like that happen to you again, mm-hmm. you might not be able to like invoke the same emotion. Because like, I'm sure you, like, you'd be able to remember how you felt in that situation, mm-hmm. but you're not really like feeling that same way. Yeah. You know? Like the original was the reflect or the original was the experience and Taylor's version is the reflection. reflection yeah. yeah. Um, what else? Besides that, the the album is a well-deserved victory lap. I do agree. Yes. I think that, um. I think that is a good point. And then we have some some interesting thoughts here. Olivia was a bit disappointed with her approach to some songs. She was really looking forward to begin again to hear her version as older, wiser Taylor who finally found the right guy. It ought to have been very poignant. Instead, it seems that she purposely degraded her vocal quality to sound more like her younger self. Oh. Very interesting. Interesting point. Um, while that portrays an accuracy to the original version, it takes away from the extra meaning that the song could have had. Okay. And then to wrap up Olivia's incredibly long text, which thank you very much, Olivia, because I really appreciate this. We really appreciate it. Thank you. In the end, she thinks that she focused too much on making a faithful reproduction of the album. Olivia didn't want to hear a time capsule. If she did, she'd listen to the original albums. She wanted to she wanted to hear how she's grown up through the music and she feel like that was lacking in some songs. Thank you so much for that. What's really interesting about those responses is that, like, it's not all praise. Like, I know, like, the, the, the majority of us love Taylor, and that's great. But it's so important that we hear uh, critical responses <laughs> yes. to this. Because, like, you know, we do have to, like, look at this as a professional piece of music yeah. as well. And where she has come from in, mm-hmm. like, comparison to that first um, album. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much, Olivia. That was a really yes. great response. Thank I would love to read that Olivia. properly afterwards. I will. I will let um, you know. My mistake beforehand, I said 15 minutes. Uh, I was looking at the wrong thing on the screen. We're up to the last three minutes of the show. Wow. I am the so unprofessionalism. sorry. I know. Everyone's so sad to hear us go. I know. Um, We're all crying, I bet. Yes, I do think to kind of like wrap it up a little bit, Olivia did make a really good point where I feel like a lot of people who are like fanatics for certain artists will just kind of like disregard a lot of kind of like not negative critiques but kind of just critiques in general like yeah. what Olivia was saying that like she kind of missed like the maturity in some songs and like kind of Taylor was like almost like downgrading her vocals a little bit like I think that is like to like you don't really want to look at a piece you like wrote like Rose Quartz Glass and just be like yes this is oh immaculate 10 out of 10 when it's like it might not be a 10 out of 10 and that's okay yeah. like it doesn't have to be that's why like uh, when I mentioned before that um Oh, what, which one was it that I mentioned? Uh, Message in a Bottle mm. being, like, not it for me. Yeah. You know, there's, like, Taylor stands listening to this, yeah. like, oh, my God, how could you disrespect a single song written by that woman? She's an artist. Yeah. You know, we're allowed to critique it. That's You're what not it's there like for. Every it's song. there for our consumption, you know? Yeah. I get to decide for myself what are her strong points mm-hmm. and weak points as a performer, yeah. as a singer, as does everyone else, you know? You don't have to treat someone like they're God's gift. It's you know? very true. I, I do love the majority of her music mm-hmm. and you know her mannerisms who she is as a person mm-hmm. um how she reflects who she is into her music mm-hmm. um but it's okay to say like you know what these aren't good songs yeah. these are her great songs yeah. these are her best songs mm-hmm. you know because i think that is like not only with taylor but like with artists like across the board like i don't think that like if they were to make an album that was a 10 out of 10 like every song was like you know their best song that they've ever written or like one of their best 
it's almost like that's all well and good but like they're never gonna live up to that again you know like if they make like an unreal album then like every album before and after that is going to be compared to this one album so it's like you know not every album has to be like an a plus yeah spectacular album and that's fine you know that i think that is a great point to end with sorry to be pessimistic but no that's okay it's important we have to consider everything you know when looking at this um i personally have enjoyed this album thoroughly and i will continue to listen to it for god knows how long Uh, years maybe nine more years um but thank you luke that was a really interesting point to end on and thank you to everyone who gave opinions big thank you to to everyone who sent us in thoughts and opinions um great so yeah thank you so much for listening and we will be back next week thank you so much guys Goodbye. goodbye